Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome back to Minute Bowl. After a day off, we're back. This is Cuppy Cup, and I'm joined by Cool Hand Lucas. How are you? I'm great. Let's do it. Wonderful. And Dr. Norris Camacho. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I didn't ask. I know. (laughs) I noticed. Like walking into a job interview. Sorry, you're fired. (laughs) But I'm doing okay. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for asking. On this episode, we are going to uh, take a a little spin through LinkedIn, which is uh, Good Bull Hunting's social media network of preference. And we're going to jump into a few mailbag questions. In other words, it is coming up on mid-July. It's the MLB All-Star break, which I think is the worst period of sports in the whole year. Would you agree? Yeah, it's pretty yes. dead. We're, we're approaching the spelling bee section of the calendar. <laughs> and related to that, I apologize for pulling you away from the all-star game, which I think is going on right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure am missing it. If I wanted to watch games that didn't matter, I'd watch Conference USA football. <laughs> oh. I'm looking forward to that, really. Yeah. I, it's funny how I anticipate football season and I get really excited about it. And then by week three, I'm not even watching A&M games. But yeah, it's like the week one where you have the absolute first game and it's something out of the out of the Mac. Somebody in the Mac is Akron playing Western Michigan and it's on Thursday night and you just can't wait and you watch every minute of it. And then by mid-October, you care less. <laughs> Aren't we the Thursday night game this year? The first game? Yes. Yes. We shouldn't talk about scheduling and the order of teams after... Lucas had his big flub in the, in the Terry Bradshaw broadcast. Hey, shout out to the comments. The only thing that motivates our listeners to comment is when we really screw something up. So let's start this episode with a, uh, a little, it's kind of a game. I think this was your idea, doctor. Do you want to introduce this? Sure. It was sort of just, hey, we make fun of LinkedIn all the time. So why don't we find some LinkedIn profiles from former football players and try to guess we could go one of two ways. We could either read some clues from their profile and try to guess who the player is or tell who the player is and try to guess what he's up to nowadays. So I like the first suggestion just because I'm sure it's terrible radio, but it might be funny uh, for the listeners to realize I know six players in A&M history. Yeah, but you're also very adept at LinkedIn. You spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. <laughs> so That's I basically have LinkedIn Texas memorized. <laughs> You're at least a third degree connection with about 70% of the Texas workforce. (laughs) I did notice when I was trying to find players for this game, I am a second degree connection to many of the, many of the (laughs) former players. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to send that connection request at the, uh, at the end of the episode. Is that what the, uh, the third next to a picture stands for? 
Yeah, that means they're in your third level network, which is pretty much anyone in the world. Okay. Yeah, once you get to the third level, it's like a, a condensed Kevin Bacon game. But not quite as fun. <laughs> not quite. Nothing we do on this show is going to be as fun as <laughs> uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. No matter how hard we try, and this is trying really hard. So one thing that uh, will be fun or ruin the game is if any of us pick the same player. But let's go ahead and kick this off. I think we all grab about three. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor, go ahead and begin. And I was able to find one who had filled out the about section, which kind of just a little blurb about themselves. That's a big bonus. Yeah, for many game. of them only filled out work experience. So we'll start with the about, and then I'll go down through a few of the work experiences till we get into the territory where we might start giving it away. Executive that is responsible for sales, operational effectiveness, client experience, and taking the business strategy and converting it to executable plans. Experience. Vice President, National Sales Executive, Charles Schwab, February 14th to the present, Plano, Texas. Hmm. I'm going to go with Christian Rodriguez. Look at that. Nailed the very first. (laughs) I checked that one today. Oh, yeah, you cheater. You should have let me have have a crack at it. (laughs) If if you are a newer Texas A&M fan, Christian Rodriguez was a linebacker from 1998 until, I guess, 2001. Uh, Highly touted recruit. did start a few games, did play for a while, uh, but never panned out as a superstar, but a solid contributor. It would have taken me probably a few years to guess that correctly. <laughs> so it's probably good that you did the spoiler thing. A- and it also, it sounded like every LinkedIn profile I've ever been on. <laughs> yeah. I have one for, I'll, I'll go next. Okay. 15 years of experience helping my clients manage their risk and protect what matters most. As one of the largest independent agencies in Texas, Insurance solutions that provide the best overall value with trusted advice in these areas. Commercial business insurance, high net worth personal lines insurance, home, auto, boat, motorcycle, RV, life insurance, group health benefits. Mark Ferris? Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is that really who it is? It is Mark Ferris. How do you? How are you guessing this? I, I know Lucas cheated, but how did you know that, Rush? Uh, I knew he'd gone into insurance and... Gosh, he has to have been doing it for 15 years. This is ridiculous. You two know each other too well, I think, to play a game like this. I knew Lucas would go straight for uh, the insurance guys, the quarterbacks. (laughs) All right, let me let me do one here. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to start in the about section as well. I am now into the world of public finance, commercial real estate and development and fitness management. Uh, Public finance, FTN financial works with ISDs, cities, counties, water districts, port authorities, 501c3s, or anyone who has the ability to issue tax-exempt debt. Is that Terrence Murphy? It is not Terrence Murphy. I think that's a pretty good guess, though. I'll I'll read you the fitness management portion. Maybe that will put it over the top. CrossFit Aggieland is the largest CrossFit gym in the area. We are always looking at new and exciting, unique opportunities in the field. You won't find a better community atmosphere than here. It's not Larry Jackson, is it? No, no. I should do their ad read, though. I felt really good reading that. Yeah, that, that, that was a good ad well read. Done. So I'm trying to think of a workout warrior, someone who would be into CrossFit. I visited this CrossFit and met with this man, who I really like, by the way. It's got to be a fullback. Has to be. I'll give you a hint, because you're not going to get it now. Uh, it's an O-lineman. Is it one of the McKinney's? It is one of the 12 McKinney's. Seth. Seth. Yeah. Seth McKinney. Okay. Seth McKinney, CCIM. What is that? 
acronym. It's going to be an acronym for real estate sales. Let's uh, turn it back over to Rush. You have another one? Sure. And this one did not fill out the about, but I'm going to go ahead and just start reading it. I'm ready. I hope the listeners are playing along. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're on the edges <laughs> of their seats. <laughs> they, have, they have out composition notebooks. <laughs> Private equity professional at New Spring Capital, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, mm. Philadelphia. Experience, growth equity professional, September 2018 to present. New Spring partners with the innovators, makers, and operators of high-performing companies in dynamic industries to catalyze new growth and seize compelling opportunities. Do you have a guess, Lucas? I'm completely at a loss. <sighs> How about uh, Rod Bernstein? Negative. Who's a uh, receiver for the what? Chad Schroeder? Ooh, good guess. I like that no. guess. Yeah, that's a very good guess. That was pretty good. I'm not. I'm done guessing on this. Yeah. This is Matthew Szymanski, place kicker. Oh, nice. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good poll. Yeah. Lucas? From sports playing field to now, I've always enjoyed being associated with competition. I have taken what I have learned from my days as a competitor in sports and applied it to my everyday life. I enjoy the team aspect as you can accomplish great things when working collectively as a whole. Also enjoy anything to do with technology from the client enterprise market to smartphones of today. Technology runs the world and is ever so changing. Is it Vance Smith? No, but you know me pretty well. I have checked Vance. <laughs> is this someone who has NFL experience? I'll give a hint. Their brother has NFL experience. Irvin Taylor? It is Irvin oh, Taylor. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> Look at Rush. Yeah, Jamar Taylor had a, had, had a, a brief hint, uh, stint in the NFL with the Giants until he got hurt. Okay. All right, good. You guys are good at this. I think that um, you share one mind. Hive mind. It's a, it's a Borg situation on the minute bowl. Uh, good. So is it my turn? I have one. The, the only entry here is one uh, education entry, and that entry is Art Institute of Philadelphia, 2013 to 2017. Hmm. Ta-Ta Thompson? It is Ta-Ta Thompson. <laughs> you nailed it. Hey. Very good. That's a good one. Yeah, you got it. A poet went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia. This was an enlightened exercise. I found out that uh, Dwayne Goins is a pipe fitter at Marathon Petroleum. Uh, and also found out that uh, Corey Pullig is a judge advocate general. Went to, went to two different law schools. Wow. And uh, lives in Beverly Hills, which I thought was fantastic. Do you know who is a rush? You don't answer this because I think you know. Do you know who is an owner and operator of a Chick Fil A franchise? Well, it's not Roy May. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't think Roy May yeah. played football at A and M, as far as I know. <laughs> it's got to be somebody who actually played in the NFL. So at least for at least for a cup of coffee, it's not Ray yes. Childress, is it? It's not. I think it's a San Antonio location. He has been on our podcast. Does that help you, Lucas? It no, probably doesn't. If Jay Arnold already has a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> That's a good, I should have pulled his LinkedIn. I'm sure he has one. This is Datwin, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, I know we're, we've exhausted this segment probably, but I have one more that I've got to do. At Industrial Group Southwest, I primarily focus on acquiring and developing industrial assets across Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Mexico. 
extensive experience in real estate investment and development of multifamily, office, retail, hotel, and industrial assets. Let's see. Started his career in 2008. Has a Master of Science in Real Estate. Has a, a Bachelor of Science from Marquette in Marketing. Is it Mark Dodge? No. That's a good guess, I think. Kind of a uh, folk hero. Uh, ben Bittner? It's Ben Bittner. Ooh, all right. Good one. I'm a folk heroes. So follow all of these gentlemen on LinkedIn. Consider that a plug. Gosh, we're plugging LinkedIn now. Yeah. I did have Terrence Murphy, but I felt like that was ruined on one of the early guesses. <laughs> T. Murph is a successful realtor in College Station. TM5 Properties. Not an ad read. Let's see. So we have some mail. We we ate up a lot of time with LinkedIn, so we I don't think we need to read too much from the mailbag, which is a, a way of saying we didn't get many good questions. Well, I've, I've gotten a few pretty good late entries, so if we... Oh, really? Do you want to kick it off with some of those? Sure. Uh, coming to us from Oscar Wildcat at Oscar Wildcat 1. Yes. If a team composed entirely of the troops played a team entirely composed of Joey Perros, who would win and by how much? So for the for the listeners and for Cubby Cup, Joey Perot <laughs> was a tight end for the Aggies, I believe, in the early two thousands, maybe like two thousand to two, and I think he destroyed something like four shoulders and just kept coming back and playing until the doctors just ultimately made him quit before his arm fell off. So he's like your prototypical tough guy tight end. So what do we think? Well, well, both sets of teams would obviously be. Uh adept at dealing with injuries and playing through pain. Um, but the giving Joey's athletic prowess and that he's actually was a college athlete instead of like usually just a high school athlete. Uh, I got to give Joey the nod team Joey. I think this, the final score of the game would be like six to three. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just gritty and scrappy. What's Joey Perot's LinkedIn look like? Ooh, I, <laughs> it was a bit short notice for me to do that much research. Sorry. Yeah, I would say uh, give me healthy Joey Perot before the shoulder injuries. But um, if we're going current day, I'm going to take a team of troops. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Unless RC Slocum is coaching Team Joey Perot. Mr. Perot currently uh, lives in Houston and uh, works as an account manager tasked with supplying hardwood lumber, exotic lumber, and import plywood. So he still brings the wood. Am I right? <laughs> All right. Do you have more surprise mailbag questions? This is from Alex at Blue Owl 642. Can you be a nihilist if you don't eat at Arby's? I think of course you can because if if you don't even believe in eating at Arby's, you're kind of extra nihilist. It's like a nihilist with extra horsey sauce. Yeah, I think an, a nihilist who eats at Arby's is kind of like the guys who are weekend warriors on their Harleys. It's like uh, you're a mainstream nihilist, which really goes against the whole purpose of being a nihilist. Just to be seen. That's You're right. posting on Insta that you're at Ari's. <laughs> yes. We have a question from Barrington. Um, is three gummies too many? <laughs> yes. We, we need a time frame. <laughs> yeah, I think the universal consensus is kind of test it out first. But don't just grab three and pop them all down the hatch at once. Well, thoughts and prayers to Barrington. I'm sure that question was coming from a, a, a certain place. 
see you in a couple days, Barrington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you sent me another question. It was from Goth Law, but it was deceiving uh, because I thought when I first read it that it came from an Aggie. But of course, Goth Law is a SB Nation blogger for Roll Bimmer Roll. He says, Kellen Mond, is there frustratingly untapped potential or have we seen his ceiling? I would say when I, when I saw the, I saw the question and I would say, uh, neither, uh, people forget that last, uh, Kellen Mond was a true sophomore last year and, uh, made incredible strides, uh, from one year to the next. And so the talent is undoubtedly there. Are we frustrated that he hasn't reached, uh, reached it yet? No, cause he's still on his way. Uh, if he can improve, continue to improve at the rate he has improved, and play the way he was playing towards the end of the year, pretty much all the year when he when he really gets going. Well, then, no. So there's I don't think any AM fans after last year are frustrated uh, with uh, Kellen Mond's development. Yeah, especially after the way he finished the last two games, I think that really silenced some critics. I mean, he really has two two more years to play. I mean, if he, and if he plays really well, he'll probably go pro. But if he didn't, he's still got two more years to develop. Um, you watching him play, the arm talent is incredibly there to use an industry term. And uh, he has really uh, thrown himself into being tutored by Jimbo and he understands the offense. He's the most valuable player on the team. So no, I don't think we've seen the, I don't think we've seen the ceiling and I don't think we were, are frustrated with his development. I think we've been frustrated with his inconsistency at times last year, but as it seems like as the year went on, those gut, those issues kind of dissipated. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's a fair point. Uh, you know, you can read through people's tweets, including my own, but there are times when uh, if he's not clicking, it's just incredibly frustrating to watch. But then at the same time, you, you get periods like the last 40 minutes of the LSU game, including the overtimes where he is just in, in practical guide mode. So, yeah. And I do, I do appreciate Jimbo picking his guy and sticking with him instead of, you know, trying to juggle the two quarterbacks, which we've seen usually doesn't work. And uh, somebody was questioning. Uh, somebody was bringing up old tweets yesterday where uh, Ben Baby was had had, te- had, had tweeted that uh, Starkle was a, was uh, ahead of Kellen Mond going into last year, and that's something that I, and he's uh, he said he was, but then Mond passed him, and I agree with that. If you if we were in person and we watched the Belk Bowl at the end of the 2017 season, and Starkle was uh, a much better passer and seemed much more polished uh, at the time, but you know you got to give credit to Mond and to Jimbo for you know, looking at the talent and then working to develop it and taking it to the next level. Well, Starko was the guy in 2017. He was the clear cut first team guy. And then he, he gets hurt in game one, UCLA and Mon had to come in and take over and he, he wasn't ready. That's why he wasn't that guy. So he kind of had a baptism by fire that lasted the whole season. Both seasons, really, you know, to learn a whole new offense and to hold two system and take the whole team on his back and win nine games. And that's, that's incredible. So, I mean, I'm really excited to see what he, what happens and, you know, heaven forbid something happened to him because he's clearly far and away the most important player on the team next year. That was a good segue to tomorrow's episode. If we can do uh, episode to episode segues, dredging up an old Ben baby tweet. So we are going to do a farewell tour episode where we talk to Ben baby and try to get the real dirt on A&M and the A&M beat. I think that's your minute bowl. My new bowl. Minute bowl. Uh, I'm adopting the minute bowl. I'm sticking with the bowl. Bowl, minute bowl. That's your minute bowl. Uh, 
that, that reminded me of Barrington's question. But anyway, uh, that's your minute bowl. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, keep subscribing, resubscribing. I don't know what people do. Um, but we will we'll see you tomorrow uh, with a special Ben Baby episode. <laughs>